Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're kind of Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another week here at By the By. Hello. Yes. And Bradford can now see. He just raced out during the intro music, grab his glasses. Yeah. And Angela's like, turn the music down. I'm like, no, I know how to do it. We do it exactly. I wonder if anybody out there knows exactly what time I start. <laughs> because it's the same time every time because it's uh-huh. the meaning of life. Uh-huh. 42 seconds. Uh-huh. Way back though, it was 40. So yeah, but I like it 42 two, seconds. It's because two now. It's yeah. a much better number. Yeah. Fair enough. Just saying. Okay, you're in charge. So there I you am. Go. Woohoo! Uh, how's everybody doing out there? Yeah, yeah, good. Wait, we're surviving. We're thriving. Yeah, woofed. Doing one of the two at least. <laughs> First, I was afraid. <laughs> I was petrified. Yeah. So, um, what do we have coming up? What do we have coming up? Oh my God! So, just let's see. What day is it now? I don't know. But on May 27th, we have the next Pendulum Party, and hey. those tickets just just went on sale. If you are one of our Patreon supporters at the $10 level, you will be getting a message from me probably tonight or tomorrow with the secret code on how to get your discount to the Pendulum tickets. So watch your email, I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. because it comes through the Patreon message and you'll get alerted. So watch out for that. That's exciting and coming up soon. What else do we have? Well, we aren't going to be able to go, but June 4th is the erotic ball up in Queensland. So if you're in the Townsville area or can get up there and want to get up there, go up and check out the erotic ball. I saw that there are only a few tickets left, so that's good. Well, you better jump on it now, right? And then we have the Escape to the Tropics that we are co-hosting with exclusively RHP. That is November 9th to 14th. It is also in Queensland. It is a full resort takeover. There are literally only a few spots left. And full of spots left. So if you are interested, jump on it. If you have information already, go ahead and get online, get your tickets. If you don't, message us or exclusively RHP. There is a link on our website as well on the events page to the event. So send a message and get some info and book it in because it's going to be an exciting, exciting trip and I cannot wait. It's six days, five nights. Reference doing math over here. Six months away. Yeah. (laughs) Like I had to count it (laughs) because it made it November. That's not math. Um, (laughs) Six months away. I'm so excited. Also, I mean, th- at that point, winter will be over. So yeah. it'll be back to summer again or starting to get warmer down here. Mm-hmm. Summer will be right around the corner. It'll be springtime. Yeah. And it's nice to have something to look forward to, especially when it's sexy things with sexy people. And yeah, it's going to be fun. There's there's a few activities planned and we're going to be doing a live podcast, some we, workshops. We've and, got two workshops scheduled yeah. and a live podcast that we're going to get to. There's some activities, like you said, that have been mm-hmm. planned through the resort, including things like going uh, to the uh, the Great Barrier Reef, mm-hmm. which, you know, will only be around for a couple more decades as it's going anyway, depressing. Yeah, And yeah. into the rainforest itself, it's up into the Daintree and seeing a waterfall and having a splash around and something like a pool, I'm assuming. <laughs> Brefford doesn't really know. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really read the materials that are given to me by exclusively RHP and Angela. I just look at the pictures and I'm like, oh, <laughs> That looks like a waterfall in a uh-huh. rainforest. I'll do that. And that's how you got tricked into abseiling. And that's how I got tricked. <laughs> God damn. That is, such, that is such an accurate story. We've told uh-huh. that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Listen back. To, it's one of the 300 episodes. It's, it's one of the New Zealand ones. I don't know. <laughs> I was misled. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then we've also got coming up. It's a, I mean, it's just for us, but it's something I'm looking forward to and excited about. 
We are going to the Hunter Valley yeah. with uh, four, I guess, four other of our sexy friends. Um, five. Oh, well, okay, okay, two of us. So there's six total. Yeah, yeah okay. See, I math. <laughs> I mathed. Well, I'm, I'm thinking other than myself because <laughs> I'm the only one that matters. <laughs> I did say we are going to the Hunter Valley with four of our fair enough, fair sexy enough. friends. Uh, five. Like, I was thinking like, do we count the dog? <laughs> is the dog sexy? <laughs> he thinks he is. I mean, he does like to lick. <laughs> he, he thinks he's sexy. Speaking of which, this is a non sequitur. I read an article today talking about dog mouths and mm-hmm. how you know, there's that old adage, I don't know if you remember hearing this, that the dog's mouth is cleaner than the human mouth. I have never heard that. I'd heard that growing up. It was one of those like old wives tales that mm. you were told. Well, this vet basically wrote this article and she was saying, well, that of course is not true because dogs' mouths lick their own butts. Mm. To which I was like, well, excuse me, ma'am. Many of us lick the butts of others. <laughs> So does that put the dog back in the running for a cleaner mouth? What's dirtier, licking your own butt or licking somebody else's? I, I'm speculating. I mean, it's a, we're splitting hairs here. But I mean, for I would people ass- quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> I would guess that licking your own butt would probably be cleaner than licking somebody well, else's. I don't know. Did the dog douche? Like, did he use a bidet? Like, how clean is the dog's butt? <laughs> I, was it right? There's a lot of questions here that yeah. we, we really need and if to answer. He, and actually, if he licks it often enough, then is it just automatically routinely cleaner than a human butt? See, there you go. These, these are questions. Does the dog have a bidet? That is <laughs> that is the question. Oh, my God. We need a doggy bidet. <laughs> we need a doggy bidet. <laughs> I don't think he would know what to do with that. He'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> He'd probably try to bite at the water <laughs> as he's licking his butt. It would be great. I love it. Okay, sorry. I, th- that was just something that popped into my head because I wanted to talk That's about That's a really interesting question. And no, I had never heard that adage before. But according to this vet lady, dog's butt, dog's butts. Well, I mean. <laughs> dog's mouths are not cleaner. I was going to say. They're actually well, disgusting because well, they lick their own butt. Yeah, I would say the long and short of it is that you really probably shouldn't be like kissing them or letting them lick you inside your mouth. I mean, it does happen sometimes just by accident. Long but, ass tongues, man. I know, I know. But you really probably shouldn't be doing that, but. Yeah, arguably, whose mouth is dirtier and we're kissing other people and... Yeah, I'm eating and licking other butts. Yeah. I mean, I just, I wanted to put that in one of the comments. <laughs> like, what, how do you feel about, how do you feel about rim jobs, babe? <laughs> like, asking for a friend. Anyway. Uh-huh. Okay, moving on. I have an in the news kind of thing. Ooh, I like that, these ones. And I was, no, this isn't, no, this is a good one. This isn't one of my typical, like, OMG in the news. So, this was... Late April, I guess, this was announced that the video game Dead by Daylight, and if you don't know it, it's a cooperative, like four against one game where one of you is a serial killer like Jason or Freddy or Scream. They've used a lot of the franchises from like horror movies. Mm -hmm. You're trying to escape the killer kind of thing, and the killer's trying to get get you. Is it actually those killers or is it... Killers based off of those characters. No, like, they've is actually, it actually licensed. in the world. Okay. Yeah, they've actually licensed. Okay. Them. It's pretty cool. Anyway, so the game Dead by Daylight has added its first LGBTQ plus character. Cool. So we all know all right. we've had podcasts before where we talk about horror and the importance of horror in the queer community and how so much of horror is based in LGBTQ plus mindsets and the mm-hmm. way that the community has been treated. But it's just exciting to see that a game has taken this and added it to mm-hmm. their uh, the representation to their to their list of characters. I'm assuming, yeah, say so I'm assuming it's one of the more major characters. Then probably it's one of the playable. Uh, we'll call them fodder characters. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is not one of the killers. Uh-huh. It's not the canon character from mm-hmm. any of the franchises. Okay. So they've added somebody who has cool. a backstory that is a gay character, That's which is kind of cool. Yeah. I just thought that was neat. I saw that in the news and I was like, mm, we should talk about that. Every because, little bit of representation. Yeah. And people who say, why does that matter? Does that matter? It matters because of representation. So if you've ever played a video game where you can create your own character, you often will create someone who looks like you or try mm-hmm. to create someone who looks like you. And and if you can find a character that is more representative of you, it just adds to the immersion. immersion. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So 
on to the meat and taters of this podcast. I'm really excited because I have absolutely no idea what this is about. Me neither. It's going to be great. <laughs> so good luck, people out there. Buckle up. So have you ever read an article and then been like, oh, we should talk about this on the podcast. So you save the article and then you completely forget what everything you read about the article. Uh -huh. That's one of these today. Uh -huh. It's going to be great. So I get tagged on a lot of things on Facebook. And recently there was, if you don't follow them, they're, they're a great page to follow. It's IFLS. I fucking mm -hmm. love science. So they had an article called the one day a month when women most love sex and other fun facts about sex. One day that we love sex more than any other. Yes. Okay. Is this a biological hormonal thing? I, I don't know yet. Cause remember okay. I read this <laughs> like six weeks ago and- uh, this, I'm now looking at this article. It's actually from June 30th uh -huh. of 2017. So mm, it's fine. This, this, fine. Was, a, this was a way. Uh, hey, it's still science. Yeah, it's still science. It's still science. So this was from a fertility tracking app similar to Glow. Uh-huh. And I'm assuming that many people out there have used these fertility tracking apps, even if you're not using it as, you know, for like the rhythm method. A lot of people will use the apps to track their periods and that way they know like when their next period is expected, especially if you're not on the birth control pill or something where you're super regular and where it's actually regulated by, say, the pill. Some people are super regular, but many of us are not. And so I know a lot of people will use the apps to track their periods. So it's not necessarily for f fertility itself. This case may have been, but a lot of these trackers are still collecting all your data on your periods, your heaviness, your symptoms, like all that kind of stuff. And in light of the recent news about Roe v. Wade in the U.S. being potentially overturned by the Supreme Court, potentially, likely, imminently, whatever, however you want to say it, it if you are using one of these trackers, it's something you should definitely look at and think about and, and think about the data that you're supplying and how it could potentially be used. And is it something that you want to continue with or not? There's a lot of articles, a lot of speculation, a lot of things about why you should, shouldn't. Most of them are now saying in light of this, you shouldn't, but... Just do your own research, do your own thinking for yourself, and then make a decision whether it's something you actually want to continue with or not. Yes. There are a lot of people out there who are better educated than us in this kind of information that can give you better guidance than us. So just be aware that that data can get out there and can be used uh, by the powers of evil, mm -hmm. or as we like to call them, Republicans. <laughs> okay. So on to more exciting and light information. Glow analyzed the data and came up with some interesting insights about women's sex lives. Okay. <sighs> what does it say? You want more sex? Well, yeah. Who does Move to Canada. Canadians right. have sex 45% more often than the average Glow user. Uh, question, is question. Glow a U.S.-based app? Do we know? Well, I mean, Canadians are using it, so we know that. But I'm just wondering if they're saying move to Canada, like, is that from Europe? Is that from the U.S.? Or, like, where are they comparing from? It All I have is that uh, Glow has logged the data for 47 million female fertility cycles. So not knowing it, I'm trying to do a quick Google search here. It's not coming up quickly. But question anyway, two, it also says female fertility cycles. Mm. So 47 million cycles. That could be like one person over 47 <laughs> million months. So then maybe she's just really active. Yeah, I'm going to guess that it's probably, I mean, a lot of these apps, especially articles like this, are written with uh, more Australia US. is also listed on here. So it is a worldwide app. Right, right. But I'm just going to say most of the users that are using for this data are probably going to be U.S.-based. I'm going to say that this is this article is targeting U.S. people. Fair. Okay, maybe that's a better way to say the it. The app is, is, looks to be worldwide. Okay, cool. Okay. So, yes, Canadians are having sex 45% more often than the average Glow user. Okay. That's, That's pretty significant. Yeah. All right. Let's move to Canada. But beware. Oh, damn. Sorry, Canadians. Not coming yet. Canada is also a great place to get pregnant, as Canadian women get pregnant 21% more easily than the average Glow user. Oh, Canadian women. But what if you're a woman who comes from somewhere else and you're not actually Canadian, but you're living there? Does that, do they, do, yeah, so then are you like. But then aren't you Canadian for that moment? Oh, I don't what? know. Define Canadian. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> We're going to pick this article apart. No, no, you, you are going to pick this article apart. Okay, okay, okay. Women in Canada. We'll say women in Canada have more babies. I yeah. mean, it's cold. You're having more sex and, you know, things happen. 
slip slip ups happen. Slip ups. <laughs> Is that what oopsie oopsie doopsies? <laughs> Occasionally an oopsie doopsie happens, and then you, you gotta be like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Number three, Australians are also having a lot of sex. Can confirm. Thirty-seven percent more than the average user. Mm, that's even better. No, it's not as good as Canada. Sorry. No, no. Canada's like, how, I, I was, how our was, attention has spanned. Yeah, I was going on the 21. I'm, my numbers are floating 40, around. I don't know. 45. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, Australians are having more sex. All right, cool. But Australians are also getting pregnant. I feel like this, this isn't surprising. I feel like if you're having more sex, you're probably getting pregnant more. Statistically, yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah. seems like basic math if that you're looking, this article is giving. If you're looking giving. at number of pregnancies per sexual encounters, the, there's some number out there that is... What is reality? And so and then as the number of sexual encounters goes up, then the number of pregnancies are going to go up. Yeah. Yeah. So the Australians have a 14% higher pregnancy rate than the average user. Okay. So, you know. That's it's about proportional-ish. Yeah. 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 So the, if we refer back to our notes, 21% pregnant over 45% having sex, mm-hmm. a 14% pregnant over 37% having sex. Uh, less pregnancies here, actually, percentage-wise. Yeah. I mean, if you take it as a ratio, not percentage, but as a ratio. ratio. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so better protection down here, slightly better protection. <laughs> More Aussies use frangers, mate. <laughs> the problem is in <laughs> the problem is in uh, in Canada, they're fucking the wrong beavers. <laughs> we have oh we God. have we have quite a large number of our listeners come from Canada, uh-huh. and many of them just went, "Damn it." Uh-huh, uh-huh. I cannot <laughs> wait to hear the comments on this one. I can't wait. <laughs> Talking to you all. Mwah. Love you guys. <laughs> the U.S., the, I, this, these articles, I, why did I choose this article? I don't know, but I love them. I love them and I hate them, but they're still entertaining regardless. The U.S. is a good place to get lucky, too. Woohoo! <laughs> like every country, we're going to go through every country. It's like, also, you're not too bad also. <laughs> also, don't get pregnant. Don't have an abortion. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you can't. Well, you won't. Yeah. Might soon not be yeah. able to. Americans have sex 16% more than the average user. Okay. Who's this average user? <laughs> I don't know, but that, that, poor, that poor lady, she's not getting laid at all. The worst place to get lucky? Antarctica. Because it's way too fucking cold and you don't want to take your clothes off. Okay. <laughs> the, the next worst place to get lucky? Latin America. What? Yes. They are having the least amount of sex Almost four percent less than the average user. Okay, that's not a 4% huge. Four percent seems like margin of error. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a huge amount. And is it just because they're all out dancing and you know, having a good time? No, it's all hot, sticky, sweaty, <laughs> and full of mosquitoes. Well, you just slide off each other then. So, so we've been to Cancun and we have had lots of sex there. Uh huh. Uh huh. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we brought the number up so that way it wasn't so low. <laughs> You're welcome. Also, that is that is Cancun Latin America? Is Mexico Latin yes. America? Yeah. Okay. Well, Central and Latin. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not a geographer. <laughs> Women's sexual appetite corresponds to their monthly cycle. Yes, I would her, agree. Her cycle starts with the first day of her period. It usually lasts about five days. So days one to five are when she's least interested in sex. Is mm. that accurate? Do you find that accurate? I personally do not find that accurate. So first of all, my periods are not five days, but during the length of my period, I am usually a lot hornier than any other time of the month. What day is it? Uh, Tuesday? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. God damn it, woman. <laughs> so let me just talk about this problem that's coming up that just keeps being referred to me is that Angela is becoming the funny one. <laughs> and it's starting to piss me off. And then, and then one of our listeners and good friends, and I gotta admit, sexy beard owner, has said that Bradford, it's not mutually exclusive. There can be two funny ones. And I'm like, can there? Can there? Can we have a funny one and a funny one and a pretty one? Is that how it works? Or can you have a funny and a funnier? Okay, wait a minute. I don't like that either because that's going to imply that I I have to compete. And I I don't want to compete. Because you know what happens when you compete with me? I lose. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Dilemmas. Fuck. Okay. So anyway, mm-hmm. on what day are you most interested? 
<laughs> dropping my iPads. Wow. I'm, I'm just all angry somebody's, now. Somebody's a little pissed <laughs> off. Hulk, Hulk smash. <laughs> well, clearly you're not interested today. I, I didn't say I wasn't interested. I'm just saying. Oh, right. Angry sex. We can have that too. Angry sex. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so for me, I am, if we're counting day one as the first day of your period. Yes. So my periods are few and far between because I have an IUD now. And Which I always hear is an IED. I'm like, <laughs> take cover. <laughs> She's about to blow. Yeah, no. Uh, so if we're, if we're counting that, so my periods are typically like two, maybe three days of very light spotting. But whenever it's happening, so I always feel the worst leading up to it because I always feel bloated and icky. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always and, hear you say yeah. that's when you most complain about your body. Yeah. And so I feel the worst in those days leading up to it. But then as soon as it starts, like all of that bloating goes away. And then I'm just like, okay, yeah, now, now I'm really horny again. So I would say day one. Wow. Of the cycle, if that's what we're counting it as. Oh, okay. Not according to science. <laughs> Which is why you should always talk to your partner. <laughs> I, I buck the trend of science. Yeah, buck you, science. <laughs> okay, what else does science say? <laughs> what else does science say, you <laughs> fucking lying asshole? Science says lots of women report changes in energy level or mood at that time, which tend to lower their sex drive. Mm. Yeah, see, for me, I get a lot more energized. I'm like, I'm raring to go. It's because like all the dams have burst and you're no longer bloated. Maybe, yeah. yeah. You're no longer Angela the Hutt. <laughs> that's it <laughs> which for the record i she's always like pinching at herself and grabbing herself and i'm looking at her going nothing has changed but you feel different right fair enough I mean, and you, no, don't get me wrong bloated. i feel bloated yeah. i have felt bloated and yeah. i know what you mean yeah. but literally i'm looking at you and i'm like you look exactly the way you. it's like it look. just feels firmer it feels blah and like i thought we wanted to and, feel firmer and, but you can't like suck it in it just it just doesn't work like yeah i just don't feel good you feel just yeah hey i respect that i understand everybody's felt bloated out there and you know it's not a good feeling it's true women aren't that into sex for about another week after the period ends so the first two weeks apparently the first two weeks or the i guess the first five days plus week so the first 10 days 12 days math (laughs) 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 this is why i'm always like hey when i have sex rather than just assuming Uh, because i have no idea what day it is so the first 12 it's days. Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I'm no longer <laughs> the funny one. This, this, I feel like I'm going to need therapy after this <laughs> podcast. This is why I drink, people. The first 12 days, you are not keen on the physical intimacy. Okay. That's what science says. That's what science says. Which is, I mean. If you think about the fact that they say the average person, I don't know if it's even the average. I'd be curious to know if it's the average, but the perfect female cycle is what, 28 days. So if 12 out of those 28 days, you're not really into sex, that's a fucking huge percentage. That is. That's, I'm no mathematician, but that's almost 50%. I'd say like 45. It's yeah, it's close to 50, right? So that's a lot of the time that you're not really interested in sex. That's, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel bad for people who are like that. Because I'm sure, I mean, this is clearly the average. You're not the average. But no, so that's that just kind of sad. Yeah, that means that for a lot of people out there, that's that's how they feel. They feel gross and yeah. you're not gross. Like, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you can look around. I'm talking to you. You're not gross. Yeah, embrace your inner sexual being. Yeah. Bring it out. Yeah. And even if you feel gross, you're still not gross. I think you're pretty. Apparently, everyone starts having sex again on day 12. Oh, is that also like close to when you're ovulating and fertile? Oh, I don't know that. Uh, we're going to come up to that. Maybe. I'm going to guess probably. Maybe, yeah. Okay, so day 12, we're sexy again. Yes, let's go. Let's we're do it. Sexy again. Cool. We're, we're gonna, bringing sexy back. We're going to bang. We're bringing sexy back. It's right. Most women are pretty much having sex regularly on days 12 to 14, which Glow calls the peak sex period. Cool. Three days. All right. Three days is our peak sex period. It's fucking depressing. All right. We're, we're climbing up the mountain. We're getting to that peak. We're having the sexies. I mean, I guess it means that that's just sort of the horniest. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably like when like. I mean, you can still gonna... want to have sex and be sexy outside of those three days. Yeah. But and are those three days inclusive? Like or is it just like two days that they floats around? I would hope inclusive. Yeah. So pff, could just be the 13th. <laughs> No, I, I would I would think inclusive. And again, like you said, it doesn't mean that you're 
not having sex the other times. It just means that like, this is when you're like, yeah, I really feel sexy. I feel amazing. Let's go have a really great night. Yeah. Let's do the things. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get the party on. Yeah. It just means that the other times you have to work a little harder to like woo your partner, right? And to make them feel sexy and want to do things. So you might have to go for a nice dinner. You might have to, you know, dress up a little. You might have to do something. I don't know. Yeah, cook. Compliment them. Yeah, make brownies. Compliment them, touch them. Ooh, speaking of which, not too long ago, I made brownies. Yeah. Like, I made homemade brownies from scratch, not out of a box. And then I added 200 grams of dark chocolate chips. Then I added peanut butter on top to swirl it. We baked it. And then we cut it into little squares and put peanut butter whiskey on it. That's right, folks. Peanut butter whiskey is a thing. It comes from Kentucky, like me. So you know it tastes good. Peanut butter whiskey, brought to you by no one because they won't pay me, even though I'm trying to sell their product. Peanut butter whiskey. Can confirm it is delicious, as is Bradford. Yay. Anyway, number 11. Mm -hmm. In fact, Mm -hmm. women feel most sexy and want sex the most on days 13 and 14. All right. But here's something interesting. Okay. They aren't necessarily having the best, most satisfying sex at that time. Oh. So is it is it like... I got to tell you, this article is just kind of a bummer now because it's like you either don't feel pretty and sexy and feel like sex or you're like, I really want to have sex, but then it's shit. Well, maybe your expectations are too high because you really, really want it. Poor women. <laughs> it's, so, it's hard being a woman. I feel so bad for y'all. <laughs> like, it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Hormones are a bitch. Well, not even that. Just the whole way the world is right now. We're basically living through The Handmaid's Tale. Ugh, don't remind me. <laughs> just like, it's stupid. And I hate it. I want to live in a matriarchal society where I am used as a sex object to please whoever the ladies want me to please. I, that sounds good to me. It could be like a, I'd make a great ottoman. I'd make a terrible table, but yeah. I'd make a great ottoman. True. Yeah. Get my belly rubbed. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I could sit under their queening stool. They'd be like, next. And they, no, I wouldn't say next. They would say next. And then somebody, anyway, sorry. This is back to my own little fantasy. Welcome to Bradford's <laughs> own little fantasy. Brought to you by, by the by. The one day of month where women enjoy sex the most is okay. the last day of their cycle. Day 30. That's what Glow calls the peak orgasm day. See, that's when I feel all icky and bloated. Yeah. But you might be able to orgasm the best that day. Here's okay. science we need to try. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's not necessarily when you feel the sexiest or when you feel the best, but when can you orgasm the best, so quote unquote. what okay. you need to do is over the next six months, randomly pick days in your cycle and we'll time you with a vibrator, doing using the vibrator the exact same way and see which day you orgasm the fastest on and what you think the quality of the orgasm is. Oh, wow. All right. We're going to start a spreadsheet. Science. We're going to have a spreadsheet. Time to, <laughs> time to make a spreadsheet. A sexy spreadsheet. I'm really good at spreadsheets. Okay. Some people say I excel. Oh, 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 oh. I, I still got it. It was great. Oh. All right. So we need to have a sexy spreadsheet where we track days. So instead of using an app, we're going to use a spreadsheet. To I like track spreadsheets the better anyway. Days of the cycle, how sexy we feel. How we orgasm, how, how do we quickly know what day we orgasm. Your cycle you're on, because you don't always have a cycle. I do have a cycle. It's just a very long cycle. Like it might be a six month cycle. Oh. Now. Well, that's not what this, that's not what we're, oh, damn it. See, IUDs throw things off. Like people with irregular cycles or people with non monthly cycles can throw this off. How common is that? I would say probably more than you would expect. Hmm. I don't have no idea, but I'm going to go to the Google box and see if I can figure that out though in the meantime. Okay, so I went to the Google box. And? Um, top hit, which, I mean, you know, I'm not going to dig down into it. But it says, many women are incorrectly taught that a standard menstrual cycle is 28 days. Not only do cycles vary month to month and widely across women, but a new study found only 13% of women have a 28-day cycle. Holy shit. So more women don't than do. Generally, it looks like many women do have cycles between 21 and 40 days. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily 28 or 30, but, you know, between, like... The 21 to 40 days. But I mean, you know, like I said, with the IUD, mine went away with the first IUD completely. Yeah. So for years, I didn't have one. And then with the subsequent IUDs, they've come back, but they can be anywhere from four months to six months. 
Like it's, it's very unpredictable. And it seems when you do get it, it's only between one or two days yeah. to at most three. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it four. is very light spotting. So again, it's just so personal. Yeah. yeah. Women feel the most happy on days 15 to 16. Okay. Halfway through their cycle. And they found they've had a bunch of sex the previous couple of days. Uh, that's why you're so happy. <laughs> I know. That seems I mean, like- you have a few days of like really awesome, well, maybe not really awesome, but you have a few days of a lot of sex. Apparently it's mostly <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> so you're going to feel happier. You have those hormones that are released. Like, come on, you feel good. That's what dopamine's up for. That's right. Glow users have logged 7.6 million sexual encounters in two years. How many people, how many per is that? Doesn't on say. Average? Damn it. I know. Damn it. You can you can Google uh, once again. Yeah, yeah. Angela goes to the Google box. No, no, we're not no. gonna. Fine. It all adds up to a lot of sex. Every minute, at least seven female Glow users are having sex. Okay, so we could actually do the math and figure this out. I'm not going to, but we could. <laughs> oh my god! By the way, Glow users also reported being in love two million times. Love, lust, or limerence. I know, right? The three I mean, L's. Yeah. Glow says it has tracked the sex and fertility cycles of 88,000 couples. There you go. Okay. Um, are those male-female couples, female-female couples? Um, I guess if they're, they're following menstrual cycles, it's at least... At least female something, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's uterus owners. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, I don't know. The more, I, the, the more I read this article, I'm like, man, goddamn, I should have read this article. <laughs> the more you're like, goddamn it, stop picking it apart. It's just for entertainment value only. <laughs> it's not even that. I don't find this terribly entertaining. I find it mostly sad, jarring, upsetting, and stupid. Mm. Uh, and especially in lights of current uh, yeah. political war- realm, I find it just like upsetting. Oh, look, sadly, despite <laughs> all the sex women are having, not everyone is satisfied with it. Almost one third of women polled said they'd rather give up sex than their cell phones. Really? I find that so depressing. Does your cell phone really give you that rush that sex does? Does it make you continually happy? I mean, it probably it, makes you more consistently happy, I mean, I guess, according to this. I guess it keeps you connected, right? And sex only keeps you connected to whoever you're having sex with or whoever you're telling about the sex. But it's a more personal connection as opposed to your cell phone, which is not. So what kind of connection do you want? Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. I just don't know that I could give sex up for much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it would take, but it would take a lot. So they try to temper that with, but that still means that two thirds would rather give up their phones than sex. Uh, I don't feel terribly, uh, it still doesn't make it any better. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? That's that's not, that doesn't, yeah, no. Mm. So just as a side note, I just Googled uh, sex or your cell phone. The Huffington Post had something in 2021, September, which is, which is more addictive, sex or your cell phone? One in six millennials or 16% say they would rather give up sex than part with their smartphone. Now I'm trying to think of like, what would it take for me to give up sex? So what would you have to? I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. I feel like it would and take The other thing is like, do they mean permanently or? Yeah, or for a time period yeah. or, yeah. We need some more definition. Around yeah, this. we really need like, so to give up sex for a year mm-hmm. or your smartphone. Forever or your cell phone for a year. So give up your cell phone. So for one year. Yeah, for one year. You have give to give up, up either. One. You know what? Honestly, at this point in life, fuck, I'd be happy to give up my cell phone and just Honestly, see what life so is true. like. So <laughs> that is such an accurate thing. Okay, yeah, that's true. Because I was in, I was then going to go down to say a month, a week, mm-hmm. a day. You know what? If I could, like, I, I you know, it wouldn't be a bad thing to do. Yeah. I would have to get like one of those old landlines again, and oh my god, that'd be yeah. horrible, but funny. <laughs> Would it be one of the ones with, that's a mobile phone or that's tied to the wall? Oh, oh no. You got to have it tied to the wall with like the really, really long curly cord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, you got to have that. That's great. Yeah. That like reaches halfway around the apartment. That's so funny. Yeah. So. Uh, well, that was entertaining. Was it? Mm. I'm sorry, people. I mean, it was entertaining. I'm not gonna say it was good. <laughs> Entertainment can be bad as well. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Are you looking for something new to spice up your bedroom, living room, kitchen, dining room, bathroom? If yes, you will find something to all of, for all of those rooms on adamandeve.com. That's right. adamandeve.com has everything you need to make your life, your partner's life, and your sex lives a little more interesting. Shop for everything from dildos to masturbators to butt plugs to even lingerie. That's adamandeve.com, but make sure you use the checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Why? <laughs> Let me tell you. When you use checkout code by the by at adamandeve.com, you will get an item at 50% off, even if it's the only item in your basket. You'll also get extra things thrown in, like movies and and sex toys and sometimes lube and, and all that wonderful, sexy things. But also, and this is the special thing, because you don't get this with other codes, you get free shipping, shipping, shipping. We're, we're too poor to afford the, the echo thing, so I have to <laughs> do it myself. That's right. With adamandeve.com, using checkout code by the by, you will get an item at 50% off, and more importantly, you'll get free shipping to wherever you are. That's adamandeve.com, checkout code by the by. Let us know what you buy, by the by. Do you want to join us every day, every night, and every morning? Well, you can by going to Discord. How do you get on our Discord chat? All you have to do is support us at any level from $2 up to whatever you want. We'll take it all. And you will get a link to our Discord chat. And in our Discord chat, well, we're there every day. Also joining us is all the sexiest people that you will ever find. They put nasty, naughty pictures up in the Not Safe for Work channel. They do all the funny memes. And they... Uh, they look, they're just as good at answering questions as we are. So sometimes somebody will ask a question. And before I even wake up in the morning, somebody else or somebody else's have already answered it. So yeah, join our group. There is amazing, amazing crew over on discord by supporting us on patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Look at you being so clever in your ads. It's the only time that I have quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> no competition. Uh-huh. The dog is trying to put his head in the sex swing. I, th I think the dog wants some uh, sexy time. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, I heard something about licking butts. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've been licking mine all podcast. Let me lick your face. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. So speaking of the sex swing. Speaking of the sex swing. Uh-huh. Yeah, do you have a, a story I, to tell? I think I'm just going to say that, like, in general, it's been getting some action. It has. And this this whole little space in here, our little playroom. Yes, our little OSS yeah. Annex. It's interesting. Our sex lives have changed uh, quite a bit over the last COVID. And I think that's most people. Yeah, but it's just interesting. We We have had more threesomes with ladies mm. than with fellas since in the past six months. And it's interesting because you look at the 
propensity that we had in the before four time. And it was always, almost always fellas that we'd either pick up at bars or on Grinder or something like that. Mm. Or the gentleman and Leo, of course. But <laughs> this uh, recent past, it's been a lot of ladies and they all, they all want to be beaten by you uh, with whips and floggers and sexy things. It's true. And I see no problem with it. So tell us about that. What does it feel like? What do you like it? What is it? You know, in, in a brief nutshell. So it has been interesting because like you said, typically before a lot of our partners have been, if it's a threesome, have been more male. And it's rare that we would have a female in a threesome kind of scenario, but that has been how the landscape has changed. And I'm okay with this really doesn't bother me. And I like all of these people. So even better. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's interesting though, because they have all wanted some kind of, of flogging, spanking, paddles, some kind of impact play. And I very much like that. So it's good. And I'm actually looking at the collection as I'm talking about this. And I'm now thinking, and also as we're using some of our toys more, that there are some things that I would like to add to the collection. So thank you, ladies out there. I'm going to be adding to my collection. Thank you, ladies. (laughs) Which will be, you know, all the more fun for them as well at some point in the future. Uh, But yeah, and I think it's, it's an interesting dynamic because I find it, so two of the women really knew what they wanted. And they're like, this is what I want to some degree. And let's just, you know, see where it goes. But they're also both pretty new to impact play. So it's interesting because like the first time when I'm flogging someone, I'm I'm trying a few different things because I want to see what it is that they like. Do they want more paddles? Do they want stingy? Do they want thuddy? Do they want whatever? And I know there's things that I think feel good and that other people have said feel really good. So those are the ones that I tend to go to first and foremost. But then it is also a bit of exploration for them. And so in each of these cases, we've had that because none of them have known out of the gate, this is exactly what I want. This is exactly the sensation or the feeling or whatever that I want. So I think it's kind of fun to play with that because you get to to really experiment a lot with different senses and sensory play and things. And it's exciting for me to be able to explore with them, but also fun to go back through our toys and our toy collection and like, what do we have? Oh, I forgot we have that. Ooh, let's try this. And I just, I try to be cognizant of not overwhelming and having too many different sensations, which is hard when there's so many fun toys to try. But yeah. that also means that we get to have more sessions perhaps to try them all out. Yeah, it's, it is interesting. It's fun to watch you kind of do your control, take control thing. And it's interesting with the three ladies that have been around recently, they are all so subby, mm. so just, and which is great to watch, but it's, it's just interesting to see that dynamic of them just saying yes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you ask the question of what level they're on and they, they're quick to tell you mm-hmm. red, orange, green or whatever. It's or actually I don't think you've pushed anybody to red, but you've had a couple of people getting close to yellow or orange. We've had some high yellows. Yeah. yeah. And it's that's kind of cool. It's it's fun to see that transfer of power and how you kind of take control in a grr. And also, that's a good point, because I have not pushed anyone to red yet, because I can generally tell when they're getting there, and I'll check in and see, and they're high amber, high yellow, orange, whatever color you freaking call it, depends on how you do your stoplights, <laughs> but that middle color. <laughs> so they're nearing red, but they're not quite there. And I can usually read their body language and be like, okay, let's start backing off, because I don't want to push them completely to red and then be like, okay, now we have to stop the scene. Yeah. And and so it's it's a bit of reading them and trying to see where that is. But also, this is you know, the first time that I've played with any of them. And so it's, it is exploring for them and for me. And I want to have that push-pull of, okay, let's push things, but then let's pull it back. And let's not, you know, we don't have to stay at yellow. We don't have to go green, yellow, red. We can do green, yellow, push it back, go back to green, you know, kind of, you know, that little bit of push-pull. Uh, but it is a bit of exploration and, and just finding their limits and boundaries and admittedly, I mean, like you said, it's the first time I've played with any of them in this respect. And I very much trust them to tell me where they are. But also, I don't want to take for granted that somebody's going to be able or willing to speak up for themselves in any kind of scenario when they're nearing a point that's not good for them. So I want to make sure to really pay attention to body language and that I'm giving them the opportunity to where are you? I don't want you to push yourself because you think that's what I want you to do. Yeah. Let's try to just be cognizant of that. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun to watch. It's been 
kind of oh it's been so much fun it's you know and i've tried to get in i say i tried to, i've tried to get in you have let me and they've let me get in on a couple of the things we've mm. got a flogger that i absolutely love mm. and i love swinging it i love being hit with it i love just the feel of it both on my skin and in my hand mm-hmm. and i've used it i think on all three of them and it's just such a great thing and it's fun you know to say hey do you mind if i can i have a turn to the ladies and, and we usually save that one towards the end because it's such a good one that it's a really yeah. nice one to finish on because it's just a good, soft, supple, medium weight. Like it's just kind of, a, I feel like it's a good all arounder. Yeah, it really is. And it's a good one to end on. So we, we tend to save that one for the last vlogger. And so I've used that uh, and it's, it's so good and it's fun. And there's, there's something about this, this is going to sound so weird. There's something about the way somebody who's been well warmed up smells they smell different and I love that smell. How does it change? Does it get subbier? Does it get, does it actually change? Like, cause you're a lot more sensitive to smell than I am, especially when you're in that kind of zone. Yeah. So is it like a, a sweetness? Is it a bitterness? Like, I don't know. There's what is a, it? I would say <laughs> this is, it's so weird. I would say that there, many people, many people of course have a smell, a, 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 a sort of a, a natural smell. It's pheromones. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Fair amount. Fair enough. So, but it's for, in these situations, often they get a little, I'm going to say sweeter, Mm -hmm. that it's, it's something that they start to smell like something you could consume. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Right. And it's, and part of that is them being turned on. And part of that is them being in a position of vulnerability, but just, you feel like they can be hunted or they would probably taste delicious. Not in the Hannibal Lecter sort of way. (laughs) (laughs) With a nice Chianti. Uh, (laughs) And a cold coffee stout. Uh, But like, you know, it's, yeah, they all smell good. Mm -hmm. And it's just great. And I love it. And then once you start flogging them, once they smell good, they tend to smell better. And you start spreading that smell around. Because the (laughs) flogger is nothing more than a big fan. So you start spreading the smell. You start, (laughs) I'm getting excited now starting spreading the smell around it's just great yeah it has been so much fun and and they're all women that i definitely can see us playing with further and continuing down the bdsm path with them and having more sessions yeah i really really look forward to it because yeah everybody just it's just fun and they all have their own differences where you know it's a different seen each time and different feel and and yeah it's really nice to kind of play and explore again because we haven't really had a lot of that one-on-one impact play with someone else in a while yeah especially consistently and we've had these three pretty close together yeah and say within six weeks we had three people yeah it may have been even tighter i would have said tighter than that um but it's it's been fun and it's like i feel like it's really good to kind of get back into it with some regularity and things and because even with a gentleman, you know, it's just with COVID and everything, just schedules haven't really aligned as frequently yeah. as they had before. So, yeah, it's fun. And, and yeah, like I said, it kind of makes me really want to revisit the toy box and add some things to it. I've already been looking at a few specific floggers. I'm like, no, I want that that feel. I want that yeah. kind of well, you know, in there. So. Literally, after the last one, and you were already online looking mm-hmm. to, to duplicate one of our floggers. And what a, I had a dream that night that we had that we got the second of that one, of that flogger. And in my dream, I was standing out in a field flogging a tree. Don't ask why, but that tree deserved it. (laughs) And Lawrence walks up to me and hands me the duplicate of the flogger. And he was like, hey, do you want to double Florentine? I was like, do I? And then I double Florentine a tree in a field in my dreams. This sounds so romantic. (laughs) Oh, sweet. Even even in my uh, dreams, I Uh beat my wood. (laughs) 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 I will say, I think my favorite one thing that i won't say favorite because i have many favorites over the last three sessions but one point that stuck out to me and still sticks out to me is when i was on my back on the floor and the queening chair was over me and one of the ladies was sitting in the queening chair so i was going down on her but while i was you were flogging her Mm -hmm. and her ass yeah and there were a couple of times a fall would hit my cheek or my forehead and i was like Mm -hmm. i am in the danger zone (laughs) but it's worth it (laughs) Yeah, and that's where a shorter flogger can really be a, a good thing in a close-up setting like that because then it's less likely to happen. But at the same time, it's fine. It's fine. You're good. 
I was fine. Yeah. I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was good fun. It's been good fun. It's uh, it's an exciting uh, adventure to kind of just different. Yeah. I'm used to it. I'm used to boys. Yeah. Yeah. It is different. It's really good. And it's an, it's a different dynamic. Absolutely. Yeah. But also I think it's a very personal dynamic for each of them. Right. And then yeah. that's, that's been fun to explore because some of these people we've known for a long time and some not so much. Mm. But yeah, it's definitely nice to get back into it and also to connect with people again on, on that kind of level because it is it is different than, say, going to the swingers club and having sex with them. Yeah. And also it's it's a lot more personal as well because they're in our space, right? Yeah, right. And so. there's just three of us. So there's yeah. no distraction. It's just the three of us. Yeah, I like just it. Just the three of us. <laughs> I definitely hope to have more of that I in the can future. whip you till you cry, just the three of us. <laughs> but you won't die. We hope. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely hope to have more of that in the future. And I can definitely, I can see that happening. Yeah. hundred so, yeah. percent. Awesome. Should we wrap this up? Yes, sir. It's going to be a little bit short, but that is all right. I don't, I mean, you, you're still here. So am I. I'm a little short. Uh, yeah. So let us know what you think about all of the things that we talked about tonight. You can send us your questions, comments, concerns, and rude remarks. Email us theadamsoflove at gmail.com or you can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at By The By Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Go to our website, www.bythebye.com.au, and then go to our contact page. There, you can see uh, how to contact us. Fill out the form, hit submit, and you can, you, can, you can talk to us. And as said before, if you want to chat with us directly, come join us on Discord. Support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Support us at any level and you can get a link to our Discord chat. And we would love to have you. We love to chat with our Discord people because they are awesome. Yeah, it's good. And we will see you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.